Hey, Maya, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Uh, I'm hanging in there, but you know, I'm super excited to talk to you. I am so excited that we are connected because our shows cover such important topics. I've listened to a few episodes of your show and it, it has just given me a, a lot of insight, a lot of things I never really thought about. It really is a show aimed to shift the narrative around stuttering to just normalize and destigmatize stuttering as just a different way of speaking. But you have a show too. Tell me more about disability movement, etc. Yeah, disability movement, etc. I think a lot like your show is really meant to bring stakeholders together and have discussions about disability justice and what it means in movement spaces. Right, where we move our bodies, how we're physically active. And we also talk about how a lot of these issues that we face are so pervasive in society. And that's, that's what the et cetera is about. And you can find the next episode of Disability Movement, Etc. on Tuesday, March 8th. That's when the latest episode comes out. And if you'd like to learn more about Disability Movement, Etc., head over to dismoveetc.live. There you'll find past episodes and even live stream recordings, um, as well as how to support the show. This is so fun. I'm so glad we got together and learned a little bit about each other's show. Alexa sometimes does not know what I'm asking for and is not always that patient, right? Um, and, you know, are like automated voice machines that are like, tell us who you want to talk to. And it's like, well, if their last name starts with R, M, L, or N, like there's no way the answering machine is going to know what I'm saying. I'm Maya Chupkov, and I'm a woman who stutters. And I'm Cynthia Chin, Maya's longtime friend, and I know nothing about stuttering. And this is Proud Stutter, a podcast about stuttering and embracing verbal diversity in an effort to change how we talk about it, one conversation at a time. Welcome back to Proud Stutter. I'm so excited to have our guest for this episode. His name is Mike Meany, and he works at Facebook, now known as Meta, and he has a really fascinating story about he, how he started a stuttering group within his organization. And I just think it's so inspiring. And I'm really excited to speak with him. Welcome, Mike. Yeah, uh, excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So you started this stuttering support group at Facebook. And I'm really curious how you started it. And maybe we can go even further back and you can talk about your stuttering journey and what led you to starting this stuttering support group at Facebook slash Meta. Yeah, thanks for that question. Uh, we started the Stuttering Stammering at Meta uh, employee resource group about a year and a half ago. Uh, I, I, I co-founded this group with my colleague, uh, Gary Goldsmith, who's in the uh, New York office. Um, and uh, how it started was I'm uh, a user experience 
researcher. Um, so both in my prior life in academia, when I was doing my PhD, uh, as well as the work I do at Facebook, I do a lot of qualitative interviewing. Um, and so we record all of those interviews. And um, one of the ways that I share the insights um, as a researcher is to like post those interviews in our internal like uh, employee forums. Um, and so as someone who has a stutter, I was incredibly anxious the first time that um, I did these interviews and I had to post it because um, when I listen to myself talk in a recording or on a video or a podcast, for example, um, I can note every single slight like inflection of my voice and every subtle pause and every strategy I deploy at any single second. Um, and it drives me crazy. Long story short, I just wanted to address this. So I wrote this post called Stuttering and UX Interviews. Um, and just to introduce my team to just the fact that I'm a stutterer, I just, uh, I did that to just kind of establish my disfluency that they would likely hear and like note. And and I was not sure how 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 many people like knew that I had a stutter. I mean, and perhaps other stutters can empathize, but it was just kind of like, I don't know what to do here because I don't want to like draw unnecessary attention to it, but I don't want people to think that I was nervous or unprepared. Uh, so I wrote this note and um, I posted it in a different employee resource group called uh, Disability at Meta. And that's where Gary saw it. Um, and he reached out to me and we had a one on one. Um, and there was this like amazing moment where uh, I was finally working with someone who talked uh, very similar to how I did and um, seeing him on like video and using some of the same strategies that I use to like get through uh, disfluencies. Um, and so that's how we started. And so that was about a year and a half ago. And since you started about a year and a half ago, how has the working group been going? Yeah, so uh, we try to meet every quarter. Um, and the first few quarters, um, we just like met up with uh the group of members and introduced ourselves and what we did and talked about um how stuttering was just a part of our everyday working experiences um and we also shared like common strategies for how to like deal with it and how to um communicate effectively with our teams and our managers um that we have these challenges um and uh so that was um that has been really powerful um and some other highlights that kind of emerged from that um so first we were able to identify that stuttering and stammering uh was not um covered as an individual diagnosis under our healthcare insurance policy for speech therapy. Um, and so like working with our benefits group at Meta, uh, we were able to present um, some data and information around stuttering and stammering, 
um, and how effective speech therapy can be as an intervention. Um, and uh, they were able to like work with our our benefits program and and have speech therapy covered. So that is a new uh, like benefit that kind of directly resulted from from our group, which we we're really quite um, excited about. That's really awesome. Oh my gosh. I, I wish I could have had a mentor when I was a kid. And um, so that's, that's really great that you guys have set that, that up. So I want to go back to what you said earlier. And you wanted to send a note to the disability group at Facebook saying that you had a stutter. I can imagine it was a very emotional experience. And so I'm just wondering if you can just walk us through that moment and what led you to hitting send and really taking that leap. Yeah. Um, so this was about um, seven months in to my time working at Meta. Um, most of uh mo- most of my work up to that I'm like a mixed methods researcher so I do a lot of surveying and um some data mining work and and so some of my work up to that point hadn't been qualitative interviews yet so I hadn't had to address it and I was um about to post 10 to 12 interviews that I had just done and it was just like hours of me doing interviews um and and so it was uh i just i knew that i had to address it because um yeah i guess that's a it it's a good question i i think i just as someone with a stutter i'm just very self-conscious of how my speech is perceived uh and my stutter can be quite mild now, but it can also flare up. Um, and I just wanted people who were listening to know what was going on. Um, and so that, it, like, most importantly, that they wouldn't think it was like a lack of preparation or like nervousness. Um, and so that they could also just like, like know this about me. Um, and you know, I have to say at this point, uh, just because of some of the other experiences I've had in my life, I was I was not that nervous um, to post it because in some ways I just I, I try to just like own my stutter a lot and just have like sort of like a radical ownership. And I have to say just like uh you know, Meta has a lot of really smart, hardworking, ambitious people, and it's an incredibly fast-paced environment, uh, which can at times be a little anxiety-inducing, especially like when I started. But but my experience there has been like, um, I mean, and I'm biased, like I work there, but it's like they, it's a place where people are really encouraged to like be the maximum versions of themselves um and and that's like embraced and celebrated and so i felt when i pushed send like that that i that that it would it would um that like people would 
find it, you know, probably interesting and useful. And, and that was my hope. Uh, what was unexpected was that I just didn't know that there were so many people that had a stutter. I mean, there's like 50 people in, in this employee resource group now. So we didn't touch on your journey and how you ended up at Facebook. And before that time, you did mention that it was an isolating experience and you didn't really meet anyone that stuttered. So I'm wondering if you can just expand about what was it like growing up and how did you come to be more proud of your stutter? You know, when I like remember starting to stutter and, and, uh, but it made me like realize that I, it's, I don't remember ever speaking any other way. Like from the time that I have conscious memories of speaking, I was stuttering. Um, and you know, some of the things that I shared in this note that I wrote at Meta were how I was able to just kind of deal with it. I mean, I just was incredibly lucky that I had parents and teachers that were just sort of like uh, the right blend of gentle and supportive and kind and like also uh firm and like principled and convicted about um not uh allowing it to sort of like block me my dad's my dad's like from the time i was like in second grade he was like if anyone ever makes fun of you give them the middle finger like he was just like uncompromising like do not ever not let your voice be heard and it was like you know and then like my mom who was a bit more sort of gentle or like whatever the term would be was always just like it matters way more like what you say than how you say it and so she was just like think about your words like learn more than everybody else be more clever than everybody else. Like have the best words. Cause then it doesn't matter how long it takes you to say it. Um, and like, so that was like incredibly empowering. It was, it was difficult though. I mean, because I tried to do all of the normal th things like, um, like reading in mass was something that like my siblings did and all my friends did. And then it was my, uh, turn one week and I tried and like I got up there as a second grader and was trying to read the scripture and I started stuttering and people laughed at me and I started crying like while I was reading the scripture in mass um, and and I finished the reading like while I was crying and and it was just this like horrible horrible searing experience and so even though I had supportive people in my life, um, I also had to deal with, you know, situations like that. And, and I'm not sure, like, and obviously there are other privileges that I was afforded that, um, that also probably, uh, like made me. I just like there were other 
privileges being a guy, being white, like having educational opportunities, um, things like that. Like I always had a roof over my head. I, I didn't ever have any kind of like deprivation growing up um, where like it wasn't the singular challenge in my life, but it was one of, it was the most severe and it was one of only a handful of challenges that I had to focus on and sort of be tough about and like develop my grit around. But I do, I mean, I credit my parents and my, and like my teachers a lot that, that kind of (laughs) have the best words. Don't worry about how you say them. Having a strong support system at home is so important. And I, I don't know the science behind it, but I do know that it, it really does help because I had a strong support system at home too. And I think that allowed me to be more confident in myself and not get so bogged down on my stutter. And yeah, I think it's, it, I think the support system that you had growing up really makes you a great candidate for what you've been doing um, at, at Meta with the employee resource group, which by the way, I think is one of the best things about tech companies is that they have these groups for people uh, to allow them to share their stories and to, to meet each other. So my last question for you is um, being a leader in your community of, of stutterers and being in a very competitive environment as you are in Meta, what advice do you give to the people in your group as well as our listeners for managing the stress that might come from potentially stuttering uh, on an interview or in in a call um, during a presentation? What advice do you have for them to mitigate that? Yeah, I guess there's kind of, there is tactical advice and there's like sort of broader, I guess, like strategic advice that I think of. Um, So strangely, um, and and my, I don't know what your experience is like of this, but for me, I, I either have to have every word that I'm going to say written down exactly as I will say it, including all of my pauses and disfluencies, or I can only have bullet points because then I have to take a bullet point of information and wrap words around that bullet point of information so that I can say that bullet point of information, but I almost can't ever say it verbatim. Um, And so like for me, I just like, but that's how I work. And there are some people that like work different ways, but then strategically, I mean, and, and this is just, again, this is some of the mentors in my life. Uh, just tried to like get me to think through my stutter as like a gift um as opposed to like this huge like burden um and it took me like a long long like i didn't i didn't have a healthy perspective on my stutter until i was probably in my early 20s um like i used to say things like i hate my stutter like i would give anything to like have been born without this and um just because it just was it's it can be it was such a pain in the ass quite frankly for so long and it still is sometimes um but um thinking about it as a gift i just 
I know a lot of words because I have to like have an arsenal of words at any moment to deploy if I encounter a word that I can't say. And so I realized that like, that's an amazing thing. Like the thing that I'm most grateful for is like having a sensitivity to like differences and to like invisible differences. And most of my career has been focused on improving systems, either policy systems or technology systems so that they are more inclusive and they're not reinforcing existing structures of marginalization. Like that's what my whole career is, has been about. And like, I think it's in part because early on, I just like had these experiences that were really searing and I thought were unfair. And I just, I, it, it, it makes me still to this day, I can't stop. Like, like when I see someone get bullied or excluded or some unfair thing happen, I have a visceral reaction to it because it just, it gives me, I, I feel that pain. Mike, thank you so much for being with us and sharing your story and how you started such an amazing community at, at Meta. I think this is going to inspire a lot of others, hopefully, to do similar things at their own organizations and just building a community around stuttering in, in general. So really big thanks. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where this, the, 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 this group goes and keep up the good work. And that's it for this episode. I'm Maya. And I'm Cynthia. And you've been listening to Proud Stutter. This episode of Proud Stutter was produced by me, Maya Chupkov. And edited by me, Cynthia Chen. Our music was composed by Augusto Denise and our artwork by Mara Ezekiel and Noah Chupkov. If you have an idea or want to be part of future episodes, find us on Twitter at Proud Stutter. You can also find us at www.proudstutter.com Drop us a note or share a voice memo. What's your stuttering story? What topics would you like us to cover? And what are you curious about? And if you like the show, you can leave us a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. More importantly, tell your friends to listen too. Until we meet again, thanks for listening. Be proud and be you. Be you.